Uh, before we start recording our actual podcast, uh, is Draymond the goat defender? <laughs> well, he certainly believes that he is. He believes that he is, <laughs> and as as he should. But is he? I like the confidence, but mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the smart sideline goal. That's it. <laughs> that's it. No, he's not the goat defender. <laughs> that's it. Um, what's interesting about the whole Draymond thing is that it's. I think it sparked a larger conversation about how everyone views defense, um, and you know, I feel like a lot of people only view defense as one on one, and you know, there are just a lot of people who I think don't really understand. Uh, the complexities of defense, and not to say that I com- understand all the complexities that go into um, NBA defense, but I, I, I at least have a basic understanding of uh, help side defense, uh, guarding your guy when he's one pass away. I feel like otherwise, most people are just you know it's one on one. Can you lock your guy down? Um, and I, you know, defense is. Defense is very reactionary. Like, it's not like they can control all of the actions that are going on on offense. Yeah. And it's just, I feel like the people who are saying that, who, do, who discredit Draymond's defense are basically like just viewing, like, see his one on one defense, and he's not like the greatest like, one on one defender. And that's where he gets the pushback. I guess from people who watch, from people who watch his defense, and they I miss know. a lot of a lot of his, the value he brings off on the help side and quarter, quarterbacking that that Warriors defense. Yeah, yeah. Twenty fifteen or even twenty fourteen, I guess, but he wasn't starting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, that that said, you know, his one on one defense back then was clearly good enough. Um, I wouldn't say that he's a lockdown defender from a from a one-on-one standpoint, but he does like literally everything else for that Warriors team. There's a reason they had the best defense in the NBA for several years, and it's because of him. Yeah. Like he's that's how important he is. So, I mean, you know, number one, because the defense doesn't control, uh, d- doesn't really dictate. It can sometimes in a couple of scenarios, but in general. Defense is reactionary. They don't dictate who has the ball on offense. So let's say you put your best defender on the opposing team's best offensive player. But in a possession where that best offensive player doesn't touch the ball, you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So you're not influencing the defense if you're not doing anything. So you, you, get, you get switched off him or something from the screens. Yeah, you, or you could, yeah. Especially in today's NBA where... Um, the referees basically say it's okay to do a moving screen as long as you pretend that you're not doing a moving screen. You know what I mean? But that's a separate conversation. I think it's, it's ironic that a lot of the people who put certain names above Draymond, everyone is like, oh, see, these guys could lock down anybody. But, Tony Allen? <laughs> yeah, well, Tony Allen was one. But... Some of the other ones were Bill Russell, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Scottie Pippen, Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan. Just like, yeah, those guys are all great one-on-one defenders. But they didn't get to this part of the list 
because of their one-on-one defense alone. For sure. Like, it's, like Bill Russell didn't just lock down guys like Wilt. He did. He did a good job. But, like, it's his weak side defense and his switchability. Same thing with Garnett and Duncan. I mean, they're elite rim protectors. They could switch on the smalls. Scottie Pippen helped on driving lanes and rim protection. Jordan blocked shots from the weak side. He was good at picking off passing lanes. That's why he got so many steals. So it's like, yeah, you named all these names, but it's like they have great off-ball value too. That's, that's the, it's both of the things that make them great defenders. If you, all you do is defend the post or defend a one-on-one player, you're not that valuable. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why like what Bruce Bowen is like seen as like he's a great one-on-one defender, but he didn't really like, anchor that Spurs defense right. It was Tim Duncan. It was Tim Duncan. Plugging all the holes when there were breakdowns. If Bruce Bowen got beat, he was there to help and stuff like right. that. Right. You know? Yeah. But the thing the thing about Bruce Bowen too is that he he is viewed as just a one-on-one defender, but because he's very switchable, like he could guard one, two, three. Now that's sure. very that's very valuable. Same thing with Tony Allen. Like Tony Allen uh, could guard one, two, and three, sometimes four. And he was actually pretty good at the at the nails sometimes. He could dig onto drivers. Um, that's the thing. Like these guys aren't just one-on-one defenders. They're, like they're, there's so much more to defense that if you are <clears throat> if like a one-on-one defender is, you know, not in a one-on-one situation, then what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Right? So they're I think just it, stuck to their man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if they yeah. I'm not saying that's not valuable. Just because um, in the playoffs, if you have a good point of attack defender, you know there are certain actions you can blow up just by being a point of attack defender. So I'm not saying that it's not valuable. Um, but I think that in general, people should have both your on-ball and off-ball skills. You can't just be a one-trick pony on defense. You have to have multiple avenues where you can affect the game. For guys like Bruce Bowen and Tony Allen, I think it's their switchability. I mean, because of the way they can guard multiple guys, then it, it helps the Spurs not have to change their scheme that much, and yeah. which is inherently valuable. Whereas Scottie Pippen, maybe you put Jordan on the smaller point guards because he can handle smaller guys than him, and Scottie's not as quick. But then Scottie is helping on driving lanes and a little bit at the rim. You know what I mean? Like... They can't just be do one thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of people who are saying that Draymond doesn't deserve to be in the goat list, I guess they buy. They it's, they come. They kind especially like they put '90s players up there. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was more because the nine the '90s brand of basketball it was so one on one heavy. Right. Yeah. Where. One-on-one defense was more was easier. Like it's easier to understand how yes, like, yeah. one-on-one defense. No doubt. It's like oh, you prevented a guy from scoring, but then help defense when you don't get a steal or a block at the end. It's not necessarily right. like you don't really. It's not something you see very easily when you're watching. You have to like really, really study the film. That's fair. To see the effect. I mean, '90s and early 2000s NBA defense was very basic. It was. It's either a double team or not. There's nothing else. And then yeah. on the drive, here's the thing too, though. Even on drives, there's, you can, like the big men are assigned to help. So people will see the block 
but they never think about where did Hakeem come from? Yeah. Like they, it, it's never a thought. And, you know, admittedly, I didn't think about this like my whole life. You know what I mean? I, this is something I like specifically learned. Um, you, you look at where guys like Kevin Garnett are coming from, right? It, it's not so much about the block. It's the recognition of the threat and then eliminating that threat. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, I feel like people who think that they understand what they're watching never really like try to challenge their biases for, and the defense yeah. is like where you really, really see it. Yeah. Cause people are putting, I, here's the thing. People are putting Gary Payton on there and Gary Payton was a great, you know, one-on-one defender um, I need to watch more film to really make a decision on him, but I'm like, yeah, I, I would easily put Draymond over Gary Payton. To that end, the, is Draymond the GOAT defender? <laughs> no, I, here's the thing. I agree, I agree with the conclusion. I don't agree with the premise. You know what I mean? Like, Dray, I, I would take Bill Russell, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Scottie Pippen over them, even maybe Nate Thurmond, but... Draymond's in the top 10. That's pretty easy for me to say. And mm-hmm. I, I think when we were texting about this the other day, the thing I asked you was, as great as a guy like, you know, David Robinson was, and even Tim Duncan, um, when he was getting older, like probably in the 07 season beyond, the game is much more spaced now. So how, yeah. how would guys like that, um, who have to protect the rim, how would they be able to manage today when they, it like your lateral quickness and your lateral mobility is so much more important now. Like you're not coming from the opposite side dunker spot to block a shot. You're probably coming from the free throw line to challenge shots. Duncan and Robinson, I think, are bad examples to use for that. Because I, first of all, uh, David Robinson, supreme athlete, I think he would have been fine. Uh, Tim well, Duncan. <laughs> no, what? Tim Duncan. I, I said old Tim Duncan. I mean, he did. Oh, uh, three, Tim Duncan can do it. Oh, four, no fourteen, like fourteen Duncan up to even up to sixteen Duncan arguably could have been. I mean, it was still anchoring. Yes, maybe not Spurs sixteen defense. Duncan. Even, even, the Spurs were still pretty good that year, even with him, even on his last legs. Yeah, no, he was, but it, I'm talking specifically about lateral quickness. D- Tim Duncan. Didn't ah, have. yeah, yeah, okay, fine, yeah. From <laughs> from a, I'm I'm and I'm talking about like if he had to close out from the three point line and then run back to the rim, he'd have to get a good head start. Like, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. And the thing with David Robinson, too, he's a great athlete, but he's very stiff. You, have you watched, like, if you watch him, like, move side to side, it's not the most fluid. That's fair. That's fair. To use the Obi Toppin ass metaphor. <laughs> Here we go again with Obi Toppin. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we always come back to Obi Toppin's ass? Anyway, David Robinson... I'm just going to say that David Robinson's hip control isn't the greatest. It's good, but it's like if he is like on the free throw line extended, can he turn his hips and react really quickly to a threat at the rim? Maybe in his prime, but I don't know. Mm. Even then, you know what I mean? Like Hakeem could do it. Bill Russell could do it. Young Tim Duncan could do it. KG could do it for sure. I don't know about David. 
I think he could, but not like the other guys. Not as quick. Not I think as I quick. I need to watch more film to do, to confirm that. Yeah. yeah. First thought is to me is that he should be able to, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I. If he anticipated it, I think he could. But if he was like delayed, I I don't think he'd be as effective, personally. But yeah, Draymond, not the goat defender. <laughs> but in the conversation. Yeah, no? probably, yeah, yeah. I would say top ten worst. Top I mean, 10. he's within the top twenty, if not at the very if. Not not what Shannon Sharp was saying, where he's not even. Yeah, Shannon Sharp <laughs> yeah. said 20 guys. I was just like, you should have stopped at the first six or seven. I think they were... Yeah, I mean, you might... All right, the, 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 the wings and uh, guards that he, that he listed there, you could argue like Draymond is a better defender than all yeah. those guys he listed. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. People who are um, using Shannon Sharp as evidence don't... like are people who don't understand basketball because they're getting advice from someone who doesn't understand basketball. Straight up. The football player. <laughs> He's a football player. Great football player, but he doesn't know anything about basketball. Neither does Skip Bayless, neither does Nick Wright, neither does Colin Cowherd. 